Last time on the Bestow Curse podcast, our heroes re-entered the Temple of Ergothoa to face off against a demonic nightmare. Having defeated the creature, nothing stands between the party and their final foe, the Plaguebringer herself and Diason. The Cursed Campaign continues now. I think we'll see how many episodes it takes to get through what's next. But you guys fought the penultimate encounter. Hey, we stretched this out to three or four episodes. We're going to be in the final counter for like a month and a half. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. The listeners will love that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Let's uh, let's trickle them in three forty five (laughs) minute long episodes. (laughs) Cliffhanger each time. I'll end it each time, uh, like right before Diego gets a big swing in. Yeah. Hey, Chris, why don't you roll me that die? All excited. Uh, re-roll it next time. <laughs> <laughs> Finish your die rolls. We'll see you next week. <laughs> we'll have you uh, re-roll next time. <laughs> oh, man. These you are excited. Um, it, yeah. I'm oh, excited, sure. but also very nervous. Yeah. Yeah. It's fair to be nervous. That last fight was pretty tough, and, you know, that wasn't the end. Can't the be f- tougher than the, the big bad. The fight with, uh, you know, Rolf and Jolstina and everyone else on this floor, it seemed like. Also pretty tough. Also very tough. Yeah, that was a rough one. Yeah, Griffin, I feel like you have just been beating us up lately. The hits Mm -hmm. keep coming, baby. The hits keep coming. (laughs) I'm not beating you up. It's the system. Mm -hmm. It's the system that does it. You feed the system with bad things uh, <laughs> against us. <laughs> it's you. You're the system stacker. You're the CR calculator. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, uh, it's t- you're, you're a tough party to balance against. And uh, it, I think it's just because. We're good. No, it's, it's just. <laughs> no, no. It's just. It's kind of an atypical party to have. Multiple frontliners with AOs and a, you know, a character that only heals. Yeah, I think about that a lot, actually. Like, what what does the fact that we don't have four people putting out damage reliably and instead one person is dumping HP back into the rest of the party, like, do for these encounters? Does that artificially stretch them out a lot? Does that change how they function? I don't know. I mean, if you think about it, but. You know, the hard counter to your party is for me to just absorb the AOOs, go to the back line, and crit back, right? Can't wait to see that happen in 20 minutes. That ends the encounter. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. But also, also, uh, this this thing started flying. What what does Diego do against flying things? So when he levels up enough, the spirit uh, instinct has like a built-in ranged option. I just have to get there to that feat. Right. So like right now. Right now I've got javelins. I could throw javelins. (laughs) So those are options Uh, for me. And Sylvie? Similar boat. I could prepare telekinetic projectile as a cantrip, but. I don't have that prepared, so... Yeah, so... When the demon started flying, I did get worried. (laughs) Well, you have a bow. What are you worried about? Because I'm the only one. (laughs) You have a a huge attack bonus. It'll bleed. 
we close the door and wait. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah. That's a counter. Yeah. I mean, but, but, but then again, you know, me throwing a bunch of undead at you. You guys are a counter to a horde of undead, right? You deal in positive energy with yeah. both your frontliners, and you have disrupt undead, and you have mass heal if you wanted it offensively. So, little, little yin and yang. Um, you guys have collectively fought a lot of bookending bosses. Any uh, any standouts? The Barrel Warden one was, you know, with with Zombie Lamb and. Uh, the freaking necromancer there. That was a tough one, you know? It's a notable one in this campaign. Yeah. It's the only other bookender that yeah. you fought in this campaign. Two books, I, last one. I'm really, I'm really conflicted in how I felt about that bookender. Like, it felt like, it felt mechanically like a bookender, but thematically it was just like, oh, it's the dude we're fighting next book's dead dad. And like, a Darrow I've never really heard of. So that's that's no like, dish on on the show or anything it was just that i guess in the grand scheme of bookender bosses i i thought it was a good fight you weren't chasing after that guy exactly if the motivations weren't particularly compelling that being said this really feels like and especially with jolstina and rolf leading into this this really feels like an end to something truthfully I do feel like if we finished Dan Dason off and then just like ended the podcast, it'd be like, okay, there's more to do in, in Corvosa, but like the general story of things falling apart and someone trying to take advantage of the situation using this disease has been thwarted and Corvosa will find a way like mm-hmm. this does do- feel like the end of like a three act story in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Some solid resolution to come if we can make it through. Hmm. I think we should keep going after this, but I mean, do you think? Yeah. I, I also think we should keep going okay. after this. Of course. I, I was just trying to. Uh, I was thinking not not to bookenders that I have already done, but to future bookenders, and uh, it worries me that Steve's looking for this nice wrap up at the end of a bookender because <laughs> 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 they don't always have a good solid end. <laughs> yeah, it does feel good to resolve some parts of the story at the mm-hmm. end of a book, though. I mean, it, usually it that's the mm-hmm. other mm-hmm. stuff there. There's always a, a a thread that keeps going until the final book, but uh, you know. You make progress at the end of a book, usually. Yeah, usually the mid-bookenders are at least somebody that's doing something bad that you know is bad that you can stop and then get a breadcrumb towards the big bad. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I, I'll be interested to see if we have some long-standing consequences that come out of this combat. I know Sylvie's going in uh, drained, too, so... You know, we had some stuff build here and I feel like there could be there could be lasting consequences. And, you know, that's kind of where you would anticipate some of those changes to be is in a book ending combat to kind of maybe shift the direction a little bit of the story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm pretty afraid because I, I really like my character and I, I do feel as though this is a very risky book ender, which book enders, I always feel risky. <sighs> yeah. And so I guess I'm always a little nervous going into it. So I definitely feel nervous going into this one. Does this one feel particularly so because the combats have been so tough leading up to it? Yes. Also, I, I don't know. Like this character has a whole life. You'd be ripping away. (laughs) Oh, you, you would feel bad about the, you know, feel worse about the character death than some of your other characters. 
Yeah, I guess, because I feel like I've seen a lot more into all of these characters' lives and like families that love them, and they're not just a bunch of orphans. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I think that's an actually really good point, because like, let's just say, I mean, I'm knocking on wood over here, but if somebody dies, or maybe even if more than one person dies, we're in for like two or three episodes after this of like going to talk to their parents or their loved ones yeah, like or something just like, mm-hmm. hey, I got to tell you, like your son, daughter, lover, friend, whatever was a hero, but like didn't make it. And then we have to have like those really tough RP sessions. So mm-hmm. like that's that would be difficult. But then we get to meet a new character with a new family to uh, to bond <laughs> over and care about, you know, it's yeah. the circle of, of TTRPG life. Now, the new character is just just blown into town. <laughs> oh, yeah. Tumbleweed Lashy, for sure. <laughs> I was just blown into town. Howdy, folks. I blew in from Fandar. Crazy <laughs> stuff going on over there. What's going on with this city here? You got any goblins to worry about there, friend? All right. Character concept uh, locked in. <laughs> locked in. Tumbleweed locked in. <laughs> Anyways, I'm excited to get going. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I think we should. But before that, uh, I need to give everyone a hero point because this is a refresh and it couldn't be more timely. Mm-hmm. Um, this one comes from our friend Kayvon, aka Fez. Any group that raises that much for a good charity is a hero in my eyes. Oh, thank you, Kayvon. Mm-hmm. I think that's uh, in response to one of the several uh, charity live streams we've done in the past. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe the Speak for the Unspoken one? Yeah, probably. That was our biggest one thus far. But um, awesome. So everybody gets a hero point. And Figgy gets a hero point. Yeah. That just might be what saves us all. (laughs) You want to roll it over to Geekin? Um, uh, And I think I'm going to give the group a hero card. Oh, no. oh, so this is bad. This bad. is a scary, <laughs> scary. Really very bad. <laughs> so you guys as a group can decide when to use this, but it should be easier to decide when to use this because this is an evil hero card. Yes, I was handed a hero card. I will show this to Chris and Haley. Sorry, Gross. Emily, you're remote. Uh, this one's called the Crows. It's evil. And it is a Tengu raven looking dude uh, standing at a table, kind of in leather armor. Looks like he's got an eye patch on. And there are two folks that are sitting at the table that do not appear to be Tengu, but they are wearing bird masks. And there's a ton of money on the table. Really don't know what's happening in this photo, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's ominous. The evil one. I'm going to set it right here for now. And if the episode or if the fight goes longer than an episode, um, well, I'll leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. Dang, that made me look through my character notes and book two, I've got the vision, which is a D30 roll still in the tank. Yep. Do we have a D? I, I feel like I might use it this fight. Do we have a D30? Got one right here. Okay, I mean, good. if you need it. I know I have one too. I don't can't remember where I wrote this down though. It's a good thing to... It's in, it's in my old notebook. Oh man, we're have. really just digging through. Yeah, we're digging through some stuff. Um, it's important. So yeah, you each you each probably do because I don't think you've spent them in book two, but you started the book with a hero card from the from the last reading that happened. But when last we left our heroes, they after a good night's sleep and some bartering, they ventured back into the temple of Ergothoa through the doors past the room with the vats. And into the lair of a Luko demon, 
leukodamon spread its disease to much of the party and began to speak to them telepathically those that those that were diseased uh, speaking demonic in their minds diego was the first to fall and sylvie was heavily impacted by the disease that the creature spread but they were able to bring it down with some heels from Vac, bringing Diego back up for the final swing. And with kind of all the time in the day, they were able to heal back up. However, uh, Vec attempted to remove at least one of the drained from Sylvie and was not successful. So we're going into this combat with three of you diseased. Sylvie is at stage three and drained two. Diego is at stage two and drained one, and Figgy is at stage one and only a carrier of the uh, demonic plague. And now you stand at the front of a double door that is cracked slightly, leading into a long, dark hall. Before he does anything else, Diego is going to take out another mutagen, this time a Titanic Fury cocktail, and load that into his spider collar preparation not a bad idea my friend i've been hanging on to something for just this situation myself and vec pulls out a bottle that is labeled a mind spin mountain dew uh, <laughs> and is ready to drink that at the start of combat this is a uh invisibility potion i've been hanging on to for like a full book oh mm. very nice I'm, I'm double checking all of my potions just to see, you know, if there's anything going to be beneficial. Yeah. I've got an oil of swiftness that I could apply. I might uh, take that out as well. I have a potion of expeditious retreat. <laughs> Hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seems useful. <laughs> if things go bad, yes. I have a potion of uh, toad skin salve and. That allows you to do persistent poison damage. Do we apply it to your weapon? Apply to or the like, skin. Oh, so you apply it to oh. yourself, and then you get one of two reactions mm-hmm. after you've been hit. It's you either, either mitigate you... damage or. Yeah, I think that's useful. Hmm. I'm trying to see how long. Oh, it lasts for ten minutes, so that's pretty good for one more combat. Oh yeah, you can throw that on. Pop that on. Perfect. You probably throw that on now. Anything that's like a minute or longer, you could probably throw on. A minute or longer? Yeah, I mean you're you're walking down the hall. Okay, then uh, yeah, right before we open whatever doors at the end of the hall, I will apply my oil of swiftness. Is that your one minute? Yeah, that's, it, it is a one minute. So I want to be careful about that. Should should I just go in invisible then? It's. 10 minutes right I think uh, I think it is I think you could drink it yeah oh yeah if it's 10 minutes I'd feel a lot better about that it's just as soon as you do an offensive action it's gone right it emulates a second level invisibility which is 10 minutes I was under the impression this was one minute so yeah X invisible all right I'm here the whole time I'm gonna try and stay unnoticed so I can keep you all afloat um, but in the meantime I'll be here does anyone else want an invisibility potion? I, I have another one that I'm willing to share. That's hard for me, because although I would... I don't know. I think it'd be cool, but at the same time, I think I'm going to be doing offensive so fast. Yeah, I'm going to break it immediately. Like, it's cool for the initial attack that breaks it, because you catch them off guard, but um, do we not as useful. Do we all want to go in invisible? 
Because I also have invisibility potion. I don't have one. Mir would get focus fired. Yeah, that's please the, no, not please no, and Figgy. Yeah, <laughs> it's just be Mir and a badger. <laughs> Working a badger, walk into a room. Okay, I, I give one to Figgy. That's hilarious to have a, a badger invisible. And I want to make sure I have the right weapon out. We believe that she is living and not undead. You believe she's living. Okay. Um, whatever minions, etc., she has in there may or may not probably be yes. dead. Makes the rage tough. Do I want to? Do I want to do extra damage to her or all the other stuff in the room? We'll see. Yeah, you get to choose on the rage. Yeah, but <laughs> you could start. You could start with one in each hand and just drop one. Oh, that's true. I mean, or or if you truly wanted to, you could spend one action to sheathe one. Yeah, and well, that's maybe not as bad as as like, okay, you know, I got to draw the right one. You know, that's a really good point. I'll go in dual wielding. Just remember. You have to drop one before your swashbuckler stuff works. Yep, because I need a... You cannot have, uh, unless you have like whatever feat it is, you can't do swashbucklery shit without an open hand. Yeah. Should I turn Figgy into a swarm of figgies? It lasts a minute. Does that give him resistance to... uh... Gains weaknesses and resistances of a spider swarm. So he would be weak to AoE... He'd be resistant to some physical damage. Oh, that's a bad call. That's I feel like scary. with spellcaster. Yeah. Yeah. He'd do like automatic damage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're, a swarm does. We're not doing that. Yeah. As soon as I heard weak to AoE, I went, no. I'm trying to remember if I used my cat's lock last combat. Something is telling me that I did. I think you might have on one of the disease saves. Yeah, yeah. And you definitely used your... Retributive strike, which I don't know how yes. frequent that nope, is. Once per day, so That's I can't use that day. again. That's okay. a good reminder. Okay. Still got the Grim Ray. Yeah, I would allow you, you know, if you guys go down the hallway and you kind of like wait at the at the front of this door while you're applying the stuff, if you want to roll me a perception with the Grim Ring to see if you notice any undead creatures, you can certainly do that. Sure. Ooh, 15 on the die for a 26. There is undeath beyond the door. I don't think it comes as any surprise to tell you that in this final chamber of the Temple of Urgothoa, the presence of undeath lingers for us. I, that's not surprising at all. I, I'd guess it's her friends, or maybe even her shields. Hmm. Maybe is, even. Uh, that has made up my mind then. And she, she's her fearsome rapier, ready to do some disrupting damage. Okay. I don't know what her predilections are, but maybe one of them is also her beau or lover. Diego, what the hell are you talking about? There's sick, twisted people down here in this temple. There's no telling I'm, what they could get up to. I mean, fair, but... Do you not remember we just had a lover's quarrel thing? I don't think we're going to have a second one. I don't know what sort of love triangles and tetrahedrals there could be brewing down here. <laughs> There's really been an AP for more than one lover's quarrel. I'm just saying, it's not normal in one dungeon. <laughs> there's room There's room in a dungeon for one, one lover's quarrel. I don't know. There's like six rooms down here. The tail is more than one lover's, lover's quarrel. quarrel. There's so many beds in a single room. <laughs> well, I guess I can see where the quarrel would start. <laughs> it's hard to hide. Okay. If there is one, let's go break it up. So 
you guys apply your minute or longer buffs. You uh, you know you drink your potions. Vec goes invisible. Uh, you apply this swiftness, oil of swiftness, to your weapon. We're gonna say that once combat starts, that's the first six seconds of your stuff. So oh, you can, thank God. We'll we'll play it like that. So you know you can you can apply it, kick open the door. Even if she has a you know evil villain speech, we'll say your shit lasts a full minute after combat starts. That's very generous. Let's go. Can you unpause the game so we can queue up? Okay, I found the thing that's a minute. I knew there was a spell. I just want you guys all to be aware I will be casting Thundering Dominance on Figgy because that is a one minute long duration spell. The uh, the need for spell or for stealth has passed. Okay. So I'm making a, a, a strange tactical decision here, which is I'm not putting Gaken in the hallway with us. <laughs> wow. I know that's kind of a, a novel thing to do, but... Would you like to leave Gaken in this room? Because um, if you do, I'll take him off the next map where... Oh. Yeah, you know what? I, I just don't think he has the utility. I don't think his battle medicine utility is worth disadvantage on saving throws, basically. What I'll you know say what I mean? is, like, this hallway is roughly 30 feet long. I can leave him outside of the hallway and you can, as an action, call him into the hallway. Sure, yeah. And I'll bring him onto the next map then and it's it'll take 15 feet to get to the next map and then I'll be there. That sounds so, fair. If that's how you want to play it, I'm fine with playing it that way. Okay. Okay. You move down the hall... After a time, it widens and you reach the final doors. Upon opening them, you find a circular chamber rising into a high 30-foot dome. There are seven basins that jut from the wall, ensconced within evenly spaced alcoves that circle the room. Each is filled to the brim with a unique liquid. Blood, bile, milk, or other identifiable fluid. Each fills the air with its own distinct reek, creating a noxious, eye-watering bouquet. On the floor around each basin lie several small, empty metal boxes carved with images of skulls. At the room's center, rising from a wide pool of crystalline water, is a golden statue that is both erotic and horrifying. The statue depicts a beautiful nude woman who is human above the waist, but below this, the figure is nothing more than a skeleton. Looking into the room, you see two large zombies and a woman with a huge scythe floating just over and behind the head of the statue that those of you with any religion knowledge at all would recognize as Ergothoa. Her long, dark hair pulled back into a ponytail and her skin just pale as snow. She sees the group of you enter and begins to speak. And so you found your way to me, hopeful heroes. Know that you stand before the architect of your city's death. You call this sending blood veil, yet I know it as the gentle kiss of the pallid princess. Your reward shall be great. Choose of the seven scourges to become one with the goddess. Those who drink, I shall only cripple, leaving you alive to enjoy her as she quickens inside your flesh. Those who abstain are fools, not fit to house the divine gift. You may prostrate yourselves at my feet, and I shall make your end 
all the more swift for it. Swifter in any event than this delightful end your lovely queen has enjoined me to create. With this, I need you all to roll for initiative. Oh, oh no. Did I hear correctly that she's implicating the queen in this? She was hired by the queen to create Blood Veil. That's what she just said. Uh-oh. My God. 27. 26. 28. Wow. And I think I'm activating my mutagen too with this as well. So I am becoming large. All right. 13. <laughs> <laughs> Right where I want to be. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I was just going to say, how do you guys want to move with Diego being big? I think Sylvie just gets pushed up against the wall in front. Now, Diego, that triggers when you roll initiative, right? Yep, free action. Yes. It cuts the uh, duration in half. Five minutes. That's going to be fine for you. Okay. Combat breaks out. Lady Andason maybe pausing for a moment to see if any of you make moves towards the uh, towards the basins of unknown fluid. Um, actually, just for funsies, does anyone want to roll a uh, religion or medicine check absolutely, on those fluids? Absolutely. Yeah, I want to roll a fluid check. I want to glean. <laughs> All right, I'm an expert in medicine, but I only rolled a five, so 23 our master in medicine. Uh, there's 14 for me for medicine. Uh, let's see. I was really hoping I'd knock that out of the park and just know what the fluids are. Ooh, I got a 19 on the die. That's a 31 in that religion check. Yeah. So with the religion check, you know that it's... sometimes in temples of Ergothoa, especially ones dedicated to the disease part of her profile, they include these divine fonts, which are said to actually be filled by Ergothoa herself mm. and are kind of like an ever-present wellspring. The, uh, the fluids are what are believed by her faithful to eternally leak from the pallid princess's necrotic body. Uh. It's bile, blood, milk, phlegm, pus, sweat, and tears. Some of those are worse than others. Yeah. But Jesus. Uh, yeah, Vec is going to break his invisibility to shout that to the group. Shout that to the group, yeah. <laughs> Diego's going straight for the milk bowl. <laughs> the milk bowl, yeah. That's, uh, that's this one up to the north, if you couldn't tell. All right. <laughs> the the white it. one. Corey did a fantastic job here coloring the liquids. Yeah, these are pretty good. She's <laughs> good. They're oh, gross. Oh, boy. Yeah, okay. So we're going to start the combat. And Lady Anne Dason is going to cast a spell. Oh, no. Concern. Concern. A little bit. So I'm going to need to do a 10-foot burst. I think I'm going to put it right here. Um so as to get Mir in it. She cannot see Vec. Um, but Vec, That's good. But Vec is in the in the blast. I will silently suffer. Yes, yeah, so you can suffer in silence. And I need all of you to make me a fortitude save. Okay. Is this against uh, disease or poison? This has the death 
divine necromancy and negative traits as this red mist fills your vision and begins to choke your lungs. Ooh. Oh no. I rolled a 28 and got a failure. Oh. Uh, I rolled an 18. Looks like that's a crit fail. I got a 27. And Mir got a 22, which is a critical failure. Oh, that was Figgy. Sorry, that was Figgy, which is also horrible. But I can uh, see what Mir Mir got a natural 20, though. Thank God. For a 33. He's going to take 25 damage if you failed. 50 damage if you critically failed. Christ. Now, if we have the... Uh, oh no! Never mind. The channel protection amulet is only That's just for harm. harm. Yep. Yep. Who took the most damage? I'm guessing somebody took fifty. Biggie and Beck. Okay. She's gonna gain some temporary hit points. Or wait, no, that's only when she sustains it. I think. Yes, that's only when she sustains it. So she's not taking it now. We gotta move out of this. Uh, you are all concealed to anything outside the mist, and everything outside the mist is concealed to you now. So, 20% mist chance. And she is now going to spend an action to walk. She is still 20 feet in the air. She is walking 25 feet over the statue and towards the group now. That is her turn. It is now the stimulating zombie lord who can see Diego, and that's about it. Um, So he is going to move up 20 feet and then cast a spell, which is going to hit all of you here. It's a 20-foot burst and he's placing it down the hall as to not hit Lady Andason. So I'm not going to place it because it's just going to interfere with that um, that other field that you guys actually need to worry about because it stays there. So I need you guys to make fortitude saves again. Oh. Got a 30 total crit success. You got a 15. Looks like that's a failure. A 28? That is a success. Biggie got a 28 and Mir got a 21. Uh, everyone but Vex succeeds. Oh, actually, this won't matter because you all succeeded. Oh, it, yeah, it won't matter because you all succeeded by a decent amount and because Diego does his crit success on a success thing. Anyone with a disease for this spell takes a minus two to the save. Um, ah. But it won't matter here. Everyone... See, everyone got what they're what they're getting. Nice little one-two combat combo. And so that's going to be ooh, fifteen points of negative damage, or um, seven if you succeeded, or zero if you're Diego. That is that creature's turn. It is clear to all of you that that is a zombie, as well as the other creature. These big creatures in the room. You've seen zombie brutes before. You know what they look like. It is now Diego's turn. Okay, so Diego is large now, so 10 feet tall, and he's got 10 feet of reach. Still can't hit Andason, right? Because she's 20 feet up in the air. the bottom of her starts 20 feet up. Okay, Diego's going to turn to the rest of the group and say, try to focus fire on Andason. I'll try to head off these zombies. I think he's going to rage and do some positive. 
spirit damage here with this rage. Get a little temp HP, which is, is great. Then he is going to move 15 feet up to be out of the the sanguine mist. <laughs> and then we'll... I actually think he might, he might move a little bit to move down in front of that, sure. that zombie, the zombie lord, and then try to strike out at it. So rage move strike. 13 on the die for a 31. A 31 against the zombie lord is a critical hit. Yes! Oof. Okay, here's some big crit damage, hopefully. 46 points of bludgeoning and positive, and that thing is knocked prone. Nice. Okay, Good opener. Yeah. Take the did that. I hate that Andason is, is, is up in the air. That seemed to do more damage than you expected, and the creature is, in fact, prone. So let me pop that on. Man, you crit so often, I wish it just auto-proned me. <laughs> yeah, really. They can have a macro. Okay, that's Diego's turn. It's Mir's turn. Mir, you are still in this mist. And I want to get out of it. Okay. And the best way for me to do that is to go 20 feet up diagonally, uh, kind of behind Diego. And I can see Andason uh, from here. Yes, you can. My debate is... Do I bi- do a big spell? Big spell time. Yeah. Okay. I will be casting Bursting Bloom, a fourth level spell at Andason. Okay. It's a range of 60 feet and targets one creature. Cast time two. Uh, it is causing a rosebush to sprout from her chest. Uh, so I need a fortitude save. Oh. Hopefully she's not going to us. That is a 30. That is a success. So you're gonna take half damage and wait. Do we? Have, we have, what does the evil card do? It's a roll. It's, it's a force me to roll twice, but you got to do it before the oh, uh, okay. before the roll. Damn it! So damage on that is 22 plus one d six of bleed. But on a success, you take half damage and no persistent bleed, and you're also not encumbered. So that sucks. Uh, and then Figgy will. Oh, it's giving me half the bleed. Yeah, just take it off. Next time you do a big spell, we got to remember that hero card because that's yeah. that's important. Okay, still definitely did damage though. Mm-hmm. And Figgy is hurting really bad, and probably acting on his own wants to just get out of the cloud. So you're not going to command him with your final action? I can't. I moved into action. Oh yeah, you're spell. right. You're right, you're right. I'm so used to you moving and shooting a bow. I know, but I was like, oh, big spell to hit it off. This is another persistent damage thing. Yeah, I think Figgy would just, you know, probably follow you out. Okay. I don't I don't think he has a space to move around the corner. You can move him there too if you wanted to, but 5, 10, 15, 20, 25. What corner? Like if you moved him through Diego and down, you could maybe do that too. I yeah, yeah. I just he is so freaking hurt, I don't think he would want to venture far from Vec or Amir and he can't see that wants fair. to be by his mama. Yep. Yeah, he, I mean, he is like at a quarter health. Yep. It is now the persistent zombie lord's turn. The persistent zombie lord can see near Figgy Diego. It's, it's Sylvia's concealed to it, but it can still see her. Uh, it's going to use one action to. And 
like that ability, but I'm actually close to you guys, so I don't need it. He's going to cast a spell at Diego, who has just moved up to his mistress. Diego, I need you to make me a will save. Okay. Five on the die for a 17. Okay, you are frightened too as he casts fear at you and then is just going to move a hair closer here and that's his turn. Sylvie, you're up. Still in the yuck. She does not want to stick around in this cloud, so she is going to move up uh, right in front of Diego and the uh, zombie lord. There is a fountain. Is that difficult terrain? Uh, the fountain is water, so yes, it's going to be difficult terrain. Uh, it's going to be like wading through water. Yeah. Mm, okay. I just realized I forgot my speed rune. I forgot an extra attack. That's huge. See, I would say you could use it, but uh, it's so far past your turn at this point. I'm just going to give you an extra, extra attack okay. next time. All right, that sounds fair. Sylvie can't quite make it with the difficult terrain of the zombie lord and then the difficult terrain of the fountain. She can't end up flanking, but she can attempt a tumble through. So she will move straight up to the zombie lord and then attempt to tumble through its square and then end up right next to Diego. Okay, sounds good. Here we go. Acrobatics through the zombie lord. Only a 24. That still does it. Sweet. Against the zombie lord. All right. Sylvie targets the zombie lord with a confident finisher with her disrupting rapier. Okay. He is prone. Oh, boy. That's a 36. That's a critical hit. Yeah. Yes. Nice. That is... 43 points of damage, six of that being positive. And because this is disrupting on a critical hit, the undead is enfeebled one until the end of my next turn. And there's also the crit specialization that the target is made off balance, becoming flat-footed until the start of your next turn. But I guess it's already prone. It's prone and dead. Yeah. Yay! Uh, Yeah, you, you you did enough to take it down. Um, and so that creature falls and I'm going to go ahead and like AOL now. I just didn't want it to impact Sylvie's turn, uh, Chris. So now you can, if you want to take an AOL or whatever, again, you get, do your extra attack before the turn ticks and that's extra attack against who you can hit either of these zombies, zombie brutes. You're within reach of either one. Um, Oh, but before it leaves my turn, I would like to uh, throw up a shield for my last action. Okay, sounds good. They're moving or doing stuff that would provoke? No, I'm giving you your speed rune attack now. Oh, okay, gotcha. Now that, now that Sylvia's gone, I just didn't want you to like mess up her entire turn by knocking that thing down. Yeah, gotcha, okay. I'm with you. I will I will attack the one closest to Figgy so okay. we can protect the Figster. Uh, this is at map. It shouldn't be at map. Doesn't speed give you two at your highest? Um, so speed says you gain the quicken condition, which you can use the additional action only to make a oh, strike. Okay, it is different than one e speed. Yep. Okay. Yeah, at map. But go ahead and give him a 
Give him a whack. All right. He is frightened. Natural 20. A huge hit. Here, I'll give the damage there. Oh, big damage. 64 points of bludgeoning and positive and some more prone if that doesn't end it outright. To the lackadaisical zombie (sighs) brute. Looks like even more damage than uh, than you expected, but it is still hanging on Holy by the cow. Its teeth. Oh, I believe it. Uh, but it is prone now. Yeah. It is the peaceful, doesn't really seem peaceful, zombie group's <laughs> turn, who is going to attack at Sylvie. It's a 24, which doesn't hit, I don't think. Ooh. Uh, and then it is going to attack at Diego on its second attack, having missed. Uh, that's a 24 against Diego. That will hit. Okay. So it is going to deal 18 points of damage to you. And then as a free action, the monster can use push triggered by a hit with its initial attack. So... I think that means I still have to roll to push you. Um, I don't know. It might be auto. Not sure. The monster, the monster automatically knocks the target away from them, unless otherwise noted in the ability description. The creature is pushed five feet. If the attack was a critical hit, the distance is doubled. So he is going to push you away from him five feet. Okay. Back partially into the mist. Yeah. It is now Vec's turn. Vec is invisible, kind of still in the mist, but in the back of the party. That push actually screwed up my turn quite a bit because I was going to run up into the square that Diego is just in and heal Figgy directly and then leave. But I don't think I can do that now that uh, Diego is there. This presents a challenge because I'm in this sanguine mist um, and the battlefield is as bottlenecked as it possibly could be basically everyone is in the front of this hallway that's on the good guy team and then the bad guy team has just like hemisphere like covered yeah. the uh, the entrance into the larger uh, room so I think what Vec needs to do is roll flat checks this combat for healing unfortunately with this mist unless you burst that keeps you in the mist though yeah, I was going to say, if, if it hadn't pushed me in the mist, she might not have sustained it at all because she doesn't see anyone in there, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, Diego's in there now. Yeah, so that may change later, but what Vec is going to do at this point is he is going to use... Boy, I don't know if I go level two or level three on Figgy. It's got to be Figgy, though, because he's taking the, taking the brunt of the damage. He's, like, really hurt, right? Piggy is so hurt. All right. Well, it's but gonna... again, I also know like Piggy hasn't been taking a lot of damage, but he only has 14 health at all. Hmm. Yeah, that's dangerous. All right. I'll just do a level three. Let me roll my flat check first. And this is just concealed. So I need a, this is a DC five for you. He's an ally, right? You took yes. that human thing. I did, but I'm reading the text of that. Oh, is it when like they are causing their own concealment? Like they're hiding from people or something? No, it looks like it's only for um, the hidden condition. Yeah, oh, I, th- okay. I thought something went down to a DC three, but that's not in there for some reason. 
I thought you were going to say only for other humans. <laughs> Selfish. <laughs> yeah. You're technically a human, though. It works for you. Yeah, I know. That's right. what I was like. You bet. All right. Well, I'm going to roll. Natural 20. Yeah. We're good. Ooh. All right. So Vex still invisible. This bright light kind of flashes within the red mist. Well, that is going to be 41 points of healing, and then Vec is going to immediately use a reaction to trigger his healer's halo. His figure is, in with, is within 30 feet, doing an additional three points of healing. Can you give me the traits on healer's halo? Do you have it up? Yes. I'm always curious about this ability, and I never read it. SMR. Is that the only trait? That's the only one. Okay, yeah. I, was, I wasn't sure if it was like because <laughs> you're like, you're like shining a halo. I'm I'm wondering sure, if it yeah. had any like visual traits or anything. But I think that's just a thing that you get to do with a halo, whether you're <laughs> invisible or not. It does not require Figgy to see it or any of that shit. Right? Yeah. ASMR. Yeah. But then that having been done, Beck's gonna um, slink back out of the mist, um, and nobody should know where he is. Yep. I only moved like five feet back, though. Five, 10, 15, 20. Yeah, only five feet back. All right, get ready for the next uh, probably AOE coming up okay. after this one. It is the lackadaisical zombie brute's turn. It is going to stand up. Which would provoke. Uh, which would provoke. Here it comes. From Diego. Five on the die for a 21. 21 hits. <gasps> oh, nice. yeah. What? 24 points of bludgeoning and positive. Take it down before it gets up. That is a dead zombie brood. Well done. I know they're minor creatures, but still reducing, taking those actions away is good for us. Absolutely. It would do do no good if that immediately hit Figgy and like took him down. Yeah. Okay. And Dacen casts a spell at Mir. No. Oh. Go ahead and make me a fortitude save. No, Griffin. <laughs> Why? Your, your eyesight begins to flicker and fade. Why are these so high? Uh, oh. Um. Uh, I don't know why that says success by minus eight, <laughs> but uh, it's not. It's a failure. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Actually, hang on. Is this something with your scars, maybe? That's why I want to double check. I'm seeing incapacitation. Uh, blindness has incapacitation. Yeah, but she's over your level. I just want to double check that any of the things that I have. Yeah, it's it, when I'm hovering it, it's saying incapacitation, which isn't correct. She's way above your level. Oh, okay. So, Should I? Uh, well, it's the spell level. If a spell has the incapacitation create, trait, any creature of more than twice the spell level treats the result oh, it's of their, a level. their check is one degree of success higher. You succeed, so you're... You are blind uh, until your next turn begins. Yeah. But a level four spell, you wouldn't be able to overcome that incapacitation. No, I wouldn't. That's so dangerous. Okay. Uh, And then she's going to sustain the sanguine mist so that Diego will take damage. Ah. So you take eight damage, and she gains four temporary hit points. And that's no fort save automatic? Yeah, that's automatic. Okay. 
Oh, no, no, no. No, it is another basic fortitude save. Go ahead. Oh, there Natural you go. 20. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, so she sustains it. It's still there, but it does nothing to oh, you. Thank goodness. Then it is Diego's turn. Okay. I really don't like Andesin. Uh, I can't reach her for, from where I am, but there is this statue in this area. How tall is the statue? Uh, statue's about 15 feet tall. If I'm a, if I was able to sudden to sudden charge because I have raging athlete, which when I'm raging gives me a climb speed and a swim speed, could I climb up the statue oh. and target her with a strike? What an interesting thought. Um, that idea just might be crazy enough <laughs> to work. <laughs> I'm like gonna King Kong the statue and swing out at her. Yeah, I think you could. Hell yeah! Oh my gosh. <laughs> Because there's only there's only two other zombie-ish things on the on the field, and she's by far the scariest. So then, yes, Diego's gonna sudden charge. Man, if you were a swashbuckler, that put you in panache for sure. Yeah, daring activity. She had to go another 15 feet up. Okay, I'll I'll put the 15 feet on my token here. So that is two actions to climb up and then to swing at her. 12 on the die does a 28 hit no oh no okay third action swing again because i just want to hit remember your uh, speed yes i've got another action too here at full map if this doesn't work 12 on the die again so not a hit i'm really just looking for a natural 20 here on this map 10 attack at plus six 18 on the die for not a uh not above a 28 yeah Uh, you needed a 20 on that one Okay, that is his whole turn, just uh, up there swinging on the statue. Swing, swing, swing. Okay, it's Mir's turn. Mir, you are... Blind. Uh, Not anymore. You're no longer blind. It's to, oh. to the start of your next turn. To the start of my next turn? I thought it was till the end of my next turn. No, it's till the start. That's... It's really dumb. Really lovely. I forgot the spell thing, or I probably wouldn't have done that. Well, thank <laughs> but you. But it worked to your benefit. Chris. Okay, this changes my turn. I was ready for a blind turn. Um, <laughs> I think that I am going to try and shoot Andason. Okay. Gonna have to roll high. I know. I'm 17 die for a 30. That hits. Yeah! yeah! All right. Amazing. All right, and let's get the damage. Oh, that is some of the most piss poor damage I've ever seen for this. Three damage? Yeah, that was three damage. Probably do better on the bleed. And one bleed. One d six. One d six. Our one d six bleed. Right. That is so sad. Wow. Okay, so that happened. (laughs) And since I have to roll so high to hit, um, and I do want to guide Biggie to do something. I think I'm gonna honestly just cast a, a, a one action heal and touch Figgy because Figgy's directly in front of me and uh, heal him up the rest of the way because I'm about to send him into a battle basically. Okay. A uh, quick question for Diego before we do this again. Can you attack with a two handed weapon while you're climbing? Oh, goodness here. So I think that's gonna come down to climb trait stuff. You didn't hit with any of them, so we're we're okie dokie right now. But do you have any combat climber feats? So, well, so 
here, let me post in chat. So I have Raging Athlete, which gives me a climb speed. Climb speed says, move up or down, inclines or vertical surfaces, automatically succeed. Instead of needing athletics check to climb, you can choose to roll an athletics check to climb. So I'm not, if I have a climb speed, I'm not flat footed while climbing, but it says like you automatically see, succeed at athletics check checks to climb. And the climb action has a requirement you have both hands free. So I think all of that was illegal. I don't think I should have actually been able to climb. All right. Well, I let it happen for the fun of it this time. All right. Uh, next time you could realize that you don't swing very well and jump down if you okay. like. Okay, I will absolutely do <laughs> I that. I won't yeah. be like, take any damage for jumping down, okay. but you can just hop yes. down. I don't want to be doing illegal things. Yeah, I just thought of it because I was like, huh, that kind of like it's not a it's not like it's a platform up yeah. there. So I, if I yeah, sit it, on her shoulders, if I was truly visualizing this, holding them all in two hands and then attempting to climb, that doesn't doesn't right. work out like. Right. If you had spider climb, I'd be like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah. It's, that's yeah. just your feet. Yeah. Anyway, uh, apologies, Haley. It's OK. Mir heals Figgy. And now she's going to command Figgy to run up to the zombie lord and use his thundering roar. Thundering roar. And by run up, I mean get within 10 feet. Okay. I think here. Yep, you're good there. Okay. And so I need you to make a will save. Okay. That's against my spell DC, which is 26. Ooh, that's a two. That is a uh, critical failure. Great. So you're going to take 46 or 48 of sonic damage and frightened one. Oh, yeah. Is it not a basic? What? Is it not a basic will save? Oh, shoot. It is. So you actually critically failed. So basic will save with a critical failure. It doesn't say anything about the frightened. So I imagine I'll still be frightened one, but... The damage will double. I'll double the damage after you roll it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, do I roll? I just roll four. Roll 48 and then I'll double it. Okay. Okay, that's 23 Whoa. on the regular roll, so double that. Nice. It's going to be what? 46? 46 damage. Looks like he Sonic. took all of that. Yeah. Well done. That's great. Okay. That's lovely. And that is Mir's turn. Great turn, Mir. It is the persistent zombie lord. Who's frightened. Yeah, is frightened. Did not like that. Um, Imagine not. This is why I gave Figgy that last little heel bump. (laughs) Is going to place a sudden blight kind of right in front of Sylvie. So I need everyone to go ahead and make me a fortitude save. Except for... Except for Vec, who I'm considering not even a combatant anymore. And if you have a disease, it's minus two. If you have a disease, it's minus two, yeah. On top of the already drained? Yes. Yes. 19 on the die for 35 crit success. Um, um... Looks like Figster failed. Yeah, 26? 26 is a success, Ooh. so you'll take half damage. And Mir got a 20. Which is a success. Okay. It's going to be eight points of damage or four for a success or none if you're a big cat man. Meow. 
<laughs> All right, that heal that I gave Figgy, gone. Yep. But protected. Protected. Yep. Keeping that hit point pull up. It is now Sylvie's turn. Sylvie is right next to one of these zombie brutes. She sure is. She attempts to dance through the square of this very peaceful zombie to get into panache. Hold on. I mean, you failed that, but hold on. Who put Milky's on the Who put Milky's on the map? I'm just Was it you, Chris? I'm trying to I, I want to make sure that I remember which bile is which bile. I'm just calling it out. <laughs> I think you could easily call out Milky's and blood. <laughs> I don't know. You said puss. I didn't know if that was some other type of like ejaculate or something. I don't know. Yeah. 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 I can't even see most of these. They didn't get They didn't get that loot. I can think of like two more two more liquids that might come out of Ergothoa. Oh, I, I assumed one of... I was very surprised that one notable one. Yeah. I'm surprised she wasn't speaking with plants over here. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. Sorry, uh, Sylvie. That, that natural one unfortunately fails. Yeah. Uh, I am not surprised. Uh, speaking of these pools, there is there one right below Sylvie? It's like a gray clear. Yes, there okay. is. Mm-hmm. She was considering stepping over there to set up more of a flank with Diego, but no. <laughs> Instead, she'll try. Yeah, you can consider Diego on the ground for, for all intents and purposes now. He's going to he went up. He, we gave him the swings. He dropped back down. No harm done. All right. Sylvie attempts to... I've never been happier to fail all my attacks in one turn. (laughs) Sylvie tries again to get into Panache by tumbling through. This time, she's a little more careful with where she steps, getting a 28. Okay, that's good. All right, she... You're successful. ...ends up right back at the same spot because she doesn't want to step in whatever liquid is down below her. And then she strikes out with her confident finisher using her disrupting rapier and gets a 30. 30 is a critical hit against a zombie brute. Yes! Well done. That is 56 points of damage with some positive energy in there. And it's also enfeebled one and uh, flat-footed until the start of my next turn. All right. He's got some bad conditions on him. But it's still up, staggeringly. And because it is up and it is a relatively mindless creature, it is going to attack at you, Sylvie. Okay. There's a 28 to hit. That will hit. Okay. It's going to deal 16 points of bludgeoning damage. And as a free action, push you back. Then it's going to attempt to strike again. Sylvie would like to use her uh, reaction from the toad skin that she put on to make the mucus harden and give her resistance five to that damage. To the 16 that was yes. just... Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. So you only take 11. And then it's going to swing at you again. That is a four on the die for a critical miss. You if only I had just a use your reaction. Uh, I know. <laughs> I thought this might be coming. I was like, oh, shoot. Uh, but I saved myself some hit points, so 
It's not all Absolutely bad. Absolutely, you did. Okay. Finally, at the end of the round is Vec. Yeah, and nobody is in worse shape on the board than he is right now, except maybe this <laughs> zombie brute. So, uh, invisible behind the cloud of sanguine mist, he's like, they won't notice if I'll just use this opportunity to see, to heal myself. <laughs> and that's exactly what he's going to do. So, um, he is going to use a level two heal spell on himself. Even though I'm in the red zone, I don't want to use any of my two remaining big bangers yet. one even though it's looking good all right that's still fine all right this would be 32 points of healing um then he is going to pulse his halo which i can do on myself so that brings it up to 34 however because i have my moderate curse on i do take a penalty to this equal to half my level so round that down goes by three um i heal 31 points of healing and then he is a little concerned that maybe somebody might have noticed that, so he's just going to shift position. Still behind the mist. Okay. Start around three, I got a question. Sure. Did did the good lady and Ethan spend an action to fly on her last turn? Like move She's around? air walking. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Damn her. That's, that's clever, but yes, air walk allows you to walk on the air as if it were the ground. Damn her and her crazy abilities. Hey, uh, some of you could get airwalk. I was kind of walking a little bit on the air. For it's a, it's a divine sp- level four spell. Oh. Yeah, I didn't take that. Um, yeah, I know you didn't. And Dacian, uh is going to use all three actions to cast a level five harm. <gasps> Ugh. So I'm going to need some fortitude saves. It should not reach Vec. It will reach everyone else including her allies, and we can take that Sanguine Mist off the board. Remember your amulets if you got them. Oh, critical failure. I might... I think that I would like to use a hero point as Mir, because I think that's a crit... Yeah, I I would like to use mine. I would also like to use... (laughs) Oh man, wow. Figgy's too. Figgy too. Yeah, Figgy also did bad. We all so, rolled poorly. So basically, like everybody crit failed. Yep. Yeah. Christ. We're all be we all being heroes here right now. I've heroically drained the party of hero points. Oh no. That's what the yeah. That's what the harm did. I only got a twenty. I got a nat twenty. Oh. Oh man, Dio got a twenty-eight, which is still a failure. And Figgy still critically failed. Okay. They got net 20. Nice. Let's get some damage here. Okay, that is 37 points of damage. If you failed, if you critically failed, that is se- uh, that is 74 damage. Figgy went down. Figgy is dying too. And we'll just do Figgy stuff right before and Dacent because Figgy doesn't like have his own initiative. Figgy's yeah. not the only one that goes down. Yep. Even with Sylvie's channel protection amulet, she still went unconscious after crit failing. Okay, so Sylvie is also dying too. Ooh. That is the good lady's turn. It's Diego's turn, and the good lady bleeds too. And Ooh. let's see. We got she, her on the ropes. And does not recover. Ooh. 
Okay. That is bad. There is a zombie right next to Sylvie that's down. I think he's also down as well, too. Close to an undead. Diego's on the ground here. I'm going to have him spend an action to move for the jump and, and moving around. Is right here a valid place to be? Yes. Yes. Again, with Raging Athlete, I'm going to treat all that kind of area as okay. you're you're good to be, and you're large, you know? And he's, yeah, he's big, too. Okay. Jason is floating above you. Yeah. I hate that she is above me out of reach. I'm right next to Sylvie's gun down, and I'm going to start raining a blow down on this uh, zombie here. Okay. 29 to hit. 29 crits the zombie. Yes. All right. Let me roll this crit damage then. Hopefully this ends this guy. 38 points of bludgeoning and positive. It does. Yeah. Wonderful. So move down a strike. Diego's going to move over to the other zombie lord that Figgy's been working on and with his quickened action is going to strike at map against this guy. Okay. 28 to hit. 28 hits. Wonderful. 26 points of bludgeoning and positive. Feels like that was more than that. Good. However, the creature is just hanging on. Okay. Diego's frightened fully ticks now at the end of this turn. It is Mir's turn. Mir is going to hope that Vec does something about Sylvie as yep. she casts a two-action focus point heal animal on Figgy. That's 52 points of healing for Figgy. Great. And he is now what? Up and wounded one. Or not wounded up, he's still prone. But One, not dying. And then, so that's two actions. Last action gonna try to hit and Jason. Got any more big spells? We got this card. I just used two actions. Oh, yeah. Got any big single Single action action spells spells there? Absolutely not. It's a talent eye for 23 towards not, uh, towards Andeason. Towards Andeason, that does not hit. Okay. I kind of figured it would not. And then Figgy is now up. Can Figgy go or do we actually move him? Uh, I think he can go. Uh, he it's can, just he weird. Can take his action to stand up. I'm just putting him in front of Andeason for the for the benefit well, of him being able to be healed before his that dying makes ticks. I, have, I appreciate so. that. He doesn't have to stand though to roar. Is the roar like a cone or line effect, or is it? It a is target? a ten foot emanation for enemies. Oh, just for enemies, then then you're good. Yep. So I need a basic will save. Okay, that's gonna fail. It does fail, so it's gonna be another 48 of Sonic. The spell does say you can only uh, uh, take it once during the spell's duration, though. Oh, really? Yeah. It's it's hard because the effect goes on Figgy, so I read the effect and not this. Oh, okay. Then I won't roar. Figgy will uh, ignore all of that, uh, and Figgy will just stand up. With his last action, or with his only action. <laughs> that, that's everything I can do. Okay. It is the zombie lord's turn. It is going to cast a spell. Ooh, I will take an attack of opportunity out against that. Okay. 
14 on the die, no longer frightened. That is a 32. 32 is a crit. Yes! Nice. I disrupt then. And kill it. It had three hit Hell points. Yay. Well, I do 54 <sighs> damage to it. And three of them goes through. <laughs> the rest hit the ground. Diego feels big and strong. And now has no enemies within his reach. It is Vex's turn. All right, there ideally won't be a better time to use the biggest tool in my arsenal. So Vec, now using the Arada to Mask of Mercy, uh, uses an action to push it up to his face. Doesn't matter if he can't see it. Oh, actually, let me check. It, <laughs> for your own gear, it should not matter. Yeah, no. no, I just get scared, you know. So he is going to push it up to his face with one action, and then Sylvie is close enough to him where I don't need to reach spell with my level four heal. Roll twice. Take the better. I'm going to roll a couple times. It's going to take me a second. Got to do math. Woo! And then as the healing pops off, which is just like this bright burst, this lance of divine energy into Sylvie's uh, ragdoll body, he is going to pulse the halo for her as well. Doing an additional four points. And Sylvia's healed for 77 points of damage. Whoa. Massive. Thank you so much. And, sure. And he just like lets the mask hang down by the uh, by its string around his neck. It feels like a little lighter than it did this morning because it's power spent for the day. And he's heaving a little bit. His shoulders are going up and down because that was a big one. That was a lot of energy um, from the positive energy plane just ripping through his body, but he knows it was worth it. That's the end of his turn. Okay, it is Andason's turn. I believe Andason just sees the healing funnel into Sylvie and smirks. Hiding from me, are you? I'll fix that. And casts the invisibility. All right. Oh. Well, it was nice while it lasted. <laughs> So you are no longer hidden. Do you want me just to turn it off? Yeah, that's what yeah. I mean. Well, you're invisible to the rest of the group. Still. I guess until that you is take true. A, until you take an action. So I will, I will not turn it um, off. That's a good point. And then... Looks like you got to punch someone. Turn it off. <sighs> I got to get within... Oh, yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> that was two actions, so I think she's just going to cast shield on herself. Or now, now that she sees you, she's going to get to a more central position. Mm. Still 20 feet in the air. Did you show her artwork to us? I didn't. Do you guys want to see it? I do. Yes. Just because I heard about this big scythe, and I'm kind of curious what's about to destroy us. <laughs> oh, wow. Whoa. She doesn't look bad, though. No, she's no, hot. She looked pretty good. <laughs> she uh, she checks a lot of my boxes. <laughs> <laughs> and her scythe is cool. Wait, as wait, wait. And she has like ass cheek hanging out. Yes, she does. Have we tried diplomacy? <laughs> we tried to, she said all you had to. She wouldn't even kill you if you just drank one of the fluids. I want to start chugging sweat. We're chugging milk, baby. Gather Not around the, the, the milky vat. Oh, I'm going. I'm, <laughs> gather around the tears, children. So yeah, that's her. Her scythe is cool as hell, though. She yeah. does not need to be this hot. She is She is an abnormal amount of hot. Staggeringly sexy. <laughs> Let's move on. No wonder she wants to become undead. Keep that beauty eternal. Oof, I get it. 
but that is her full turn. It is now Diego's turn. Uh, she takes six points of bleed damage. Yeah. And let's see if she can recover. She doesn't Woo. with a 13. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Diego's- Wait, she's only taken bleed, really. <laughs> but she's yeah. taking it. Yeah. Diego's ranged options are a lot more limited and not as effective, but I think that's all he's got at this point. So he's going to free action, take a hand off his <laughs> mowl, draw a javelin, and then uh, at a much lower attack bonus, attempt to uh, to hit her with it. Uh, and then I will just take a strike out. I'm contemplating using that uh, hero card for the D30 roll, but I want to if I can ever get her into melee range, I want to save it for that. 14 on the die for a 26 is not going to hit. Nope. Does not get her. Uh, um, draw a strike. I don't know. I think he's just going to move up to be right below her, just in case. I, I really don't know what else I can do here. I think Understandable. I guess his turn. All right. It is Mir's turn. But... <laughs> Can I still hit her in a line if Chris is right there? Because she's up high. I'd say so, yeah. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, like, you could nab the edge of her, I think. Okay, great. There is a line that exists between (laughs) you and her that is not occupied by Giant Cat. Y'all are smashed in this hallway. Yeah. Her on top of Diego next to you. Okay, I need a fortitude save. I'm sending the same thing that killed Leia. (laughs) Should we use the card? If it's a big spell, I think we it's should. It's my last fourth. Yes. Yeah, so yes. yes. We will use the card. Okay, you're using the card. I'm handing it in. Come on, crows. Okay, here's the first one. <gasps> Four on the die. Four on the die for a 20. That would fail. It can and only go lower from here. Yep. Second one is a 28. Okay. So one would have saved, one would have, one fails. So yep. yeah. fail. We'll take it. Alright, so that's 8d6 of damage, and that is 29 points of bludgeoning damage, and then knocked back 5 feet. Knocked down 5 feet? Is that... I hope. I think the writers made a typo in the spell. Oh, yeah, yeah, you think? Uh, (laughs) Sure, she's knocked back 5 feet from you. Okay, so that is my spell. That's my one last level 4. Um... And then I think I'm going to just try and hit again with the short bow. Okay. That was a seven on the die for 20. So no, I'm sure. And uh, Figgy's turn to act on his own. And I think he's going to scamper. He's going to scamper over. Because. Figgy. I got a plan. He's going to scamper over towards Diego. Figgy, ride me like a uh, like a mountain attack. <laughs> climb me like a statue of Ergothoa. Figgy has climb. <laughs> it's climb, but only 10 feet, but he yeah, has climb. He's still going to sure. be five feet uh, short. Unless he climbs the wall. If I stand on Figgy, <laughs> if all four of my party members allow me to stand on each of their heads, <laughs> I'll be within reach. <laughs> all right, Sylvie, you're up. Sylvie, is she? I thought she goes before... Oh, that's right. No. She's not up yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, she's not up. She's say, you're also only up. wounded one. Yeah, you're also wounded one. Oops. Diamond? Wait, 
Why did you move? I don't know. Where do you go? You're in between Diego and... Yeah. Okay. So yes, it is Vex's turn. All right. Vex saw the massive heal, I guess, harm burst that she threw out before, and she got close to him. I think there's a reasonable expectation to believe that could happen again. So he is going to reposition once again. Now I'm at the edge of the map. I don't think I can move. Oh, yeah, I can move back, but I can't see anybody when I do. So she is, let me count out how far away. She is 20 feet horizontal away and 20 feet up. So he is going to move 10 feet back, um, putting him off the map 10 feet. Sure. But Pythagorean ways, he's outside of a, a burst if that happens. And then the only one in range of any of your 30 feet spells is Figgy. Right. Then he is going to... I think Diego's probably the worst off right now, but I'm still pretty bad, too. Hmm. How bad's Diego looking? I got 42 hit points, um, but definitely below half. Yeah. About a third. Okay. Back is, he moves back 20 or 10 feet. No, Diego's still 30 feet away when I move back 10, so I can get him with that. <laughs> He's going to... You'll be 30 with the emanation, though. That's the difference between burst and emanation, I think. Like, burst is a sphere. I don't think emanation is a sphere. I'm just trying to do a... a key. Trying to get out of the way of her harm without being in the yes. range, uh, or while still being in the range of your party's heal, and I'm saying I don't think you could do that. So I'd be 30 feet away from her horizontally, and she's 20 feet up. That, that does not work? Right, I need to check the rules for emanation real quick. Oh, yeah, you're saying with Pythagoras, yeah, yeah. I guess also keep in mind that Diego can't really do anything to her right now, so he's really not as effective as you are. I guess that's a good point. In our situation. Maybe I should just heal myself. Yeah, so if you move out however far you need to and heal yourself, that might be a better use. No, I'm thinking of it the other way. A burst is placed and emanation is on her, so yeah, you will be by okay. Pythagoras. 30 feet one way, 20 up would put you... It's beyond 30, which is where I'm going. Now, I'm just putting 10 feet over my character so I know that I'm 10 feet off the map. I know I can't fly or climb. Um, all right, I'm going to then use the two action, or the two action level two heal, my last level two of the day. And Vec heals for 29 points of healing. That was a pretty good one. That's his turn. Okay. Sylvie's up. Yes, Sylvie's up. Prone and weaponless. She gasps back to life and immediately jumps up on her feet using Kip Up. So she jumps up as a free action. And instead of drawing her rapier, because she cannot fly and cannot reach in Dason. She instead draws an alchemist fire and is going to throw that. I know the party is all (laughs) clustered around her, but I really don't know what else to do other than try to hit her. She's up far enough that splash won't affect anyone else. Perfect. Miss, you like hit the wall. Yeah, miss doesn't do splash damage, so it doesn't affect your party either. All right, and she is outside of uh, my range increment, so I will take a bit of a penalty there. But I still have decent, that's a 33. 
33 is a hit. Yeah. yeah. Well done. All right. That is seven points of damage and one persistent. Yes, should be one persistent fire. All right. And then with Sylvie's last action, she will reach down and pick up her rapier. Okay. I'm going to move. Uh, so you're 10 feet. Basically be moving like over you. Okay. Um, just so that you're within 30 feet range of me. And... That's me he's talking to. But yes. Uh, Vac, and she's going to cast a spell. Yuck. All right, what do I got to do? You should make me fortitude save, my friend. What's happening All right, here? yeah, tell me what it looks like as I roll this die. She reaches down at you, and your spirit starts to leave your body and fray at the edges. That sounds bad. Oh, no. Ooh, that's a four on the die. I cannot hold on to a hero point with that result. That is too rough. This is a scary spell too. I I see there's text in the chat. I have not read it deliberately. I don't want to know. We didn't uh, happen to find out what hero card that I'm holding on to. Because <laughs> that only goes up to a 19 with my hero point. Here it comes, buddy. Is that still a... That's still a critical failure. Oh, no. So she deals 38 points of damage to Vec, as which will be doubled because of his crit failure mm-hmm. to a 76 points of negative damage. Your thing does not affect this because it's not the harm spell. As she rips your spirit out of your body and <clears throat> almost rips the throat out of Vec's spirit, you see it leave his body. Well, maybe you don't see it because he's invisible. Uh, it leaves his body and then is torn uh, and a gout of like this spiritual mist comes from his throat. You are also drained one. You need to punch someone (laughs) so that we can see, take a negative action. I gotta run over to Figgy and kick him in the ribs. Or spend one action to dismiss the spell. Yeah. Yes. Because, can you dismiss a potion? That's the thing is, uh, yeah, it's a potion. So I didn't think you could. So I thought you had to do something. Yeah, with all the healing that I did to myself and Chris, that was a good idea. Vec has 11 hit points, although I haven't taken my drained yet. But that shouldn't shouldn't finish the job. That's... Yeah. That is all three of her actions. Huff titty. Dismissing says you end one spell effect or magic item effect. So, potions can be dismissed. Yeah, I'm I'm about to do that. Diego, it is your turn. Uh, you saw a spell come out from her, but you did not see what it did. And I mean, I think he can hear Vec just screaming. Yeah, at yeah, him. yeah. <laughs> he, Vex lived over 120 years. That was the most hurt he's ever been. God he basically damn. just got hit by a semi trailer going like 60 miles an hour. A spiritual semi. Yeah, spiritual a spiritual semi. semi. Yeah, I've got a spiritual semi chip. Cost. <laughs> Diego is going to yell out at uh, this awful lady and Asen. You're not getting away with this. You're not going to leave this temple alive. But as he rolls an intimidation check to try to frighten her. I think she might be out of your range. Uh, because she moved. So she's like off screen with Vec. Oh, yes. It's like 30-ish. Yeah, she moved her full 25 off of you. 
Which maybe, I mean, you're 10 feet tall. She's 20 feet up. No, I think that probably still won't work. Uh, so I would have to move closer. So instead, what Diego's going to do is he is still down a bit and doesn't want to have to rely on other people. So he's going to pull out a elixir of life, uh, lesser, and drink it. 14 points of healing. And then I guess he is also just going to move closer towards uh, the group here. I don't know. It's, it's getting kind of weird here based on everyone being off the map. But maybe like he's not going to go full, the full way down the hallway, but maybe like there-ish to get close enough to demoralize next turn. Gotcha. And that's his turn. Mir, it is your turn. Yeah, hang on. It is not possible to dismiss potion effect per James Jacob in a thread. I like, sorry. Ah. I, I just, I had remember this being a weird thing. All right. Oh, it's not a one E thread. It's a two E thread. It was a two E thread to my knowledge. I just closed out of it. All right. Well, I, I still have plenty of healing that I can do to myself. Yeah. All right. With it being my turn, how far away are they again? So like she 20 is... feet off the map or she is next, like right next to this dot. So she's okay. She's five feet over, so she would be still within thirty feet of me. She's twenty-five feet over and twenty feet up. So no. Oh, okay, yeah, I see what you're saying. The problem is, is I won't be able to do damage this turn. I don't think without, like, I won't be able to do extra damage. I wanted to cast Organ Sight so I could start doing additional damage with the crossbow or the short bow because no one else can really hit her much. But to do that, I would have to move and cast, which is all three actions. I mean, I think I kind of almost have to do it, though, uh, because I'm not... I mean, I'm the only one who could do significant damage right now, right? Yeah. So making it so that I can potentially do another 46 if I hit makes sense, right? It just means I won't do anything this time. Which, uh, sorry, what spell or whatever we're talking about? Organ sight. That's conditional. I mean, you gotta succeed at a medicine u- unique check, creature's yeah. knowledge. Or medicine. I know, it's a medicine check against, against a, knowledge. Against like a DC 40. Oh, I didn't know it'd be so high. I mean, she's a unique creature, so I'm assuming it's against her regular DC, like what would be her normal knowledge DC. Yep, special recall knowledge using medicine. Okay, well, then, I I mean... You can try it. You got it on rolls because you rolled a nat 20. Yeah, and I I don't want to waste an entire turn for something that's uh, not a guarantee, and I have to do it every single time. And as we learned... You have to do it every single time. time. So it's, it's just not... It's not worth it, then. Um... It, it makes more sense for me to just try and shoot her. Okay. I've used both of my big spells, so that was a five on the die, so that's not going to do anything. I'll try one more time, and then I'm going to command Figgy to do some stuff, but seven on the die, so nothing. So I'm going to command Figgy to climb up the wall ten feet. Well, I guess it would probably make more sense for him to wa- like to go over towards them. Gosh, it's getting confusing when we're all off the map. Um, don't worry, I'm getting back on the map. Good. Do we want to just move everybody down 10 feet? So that oh, yeah, that works. Yeah, game? that would be good. Okay. Mir's going to command Figgy to run over right in front of Ek and then climb up the wall 10 feet. That's his maximum speed for climbing up the wall. 
This is, I, I mean, he can't fight any other way. So if he can at least try and get up to on her level, he can try to hit. Yep. And he can only climb 10 feet this round. So we're done. Beck, it is your turn. Okay. Beck is going to completely invisible to the rest of the party. And Dason can see him, of course. You all just hear him like sigh and a bloody but like flecked with golden light handprint just appears on the wall as he just like leans up against it for a second. And that handprint like smears down as he starts moving 25 feet down the hall to put a little bit of distance between him and, and Dason. To the extent of his first movement. Then when he gets as far as he can, he is going to try and heal himself again. Uh, with only four hit points left, I got to use the final big spell that I got. So this is my last level three heal, meaning that after this, we are in ooh level one city, I the think. Danger zone. And th- I still have three lay on hands. I haven't touched those yet, but things are starting to get a little sparse. Not quite as high as I would have liked, but he returns 39 points to himself. And that is the end of his turn. All right, it's Sylvie's turn. All right, Sylvie moves straight up towards Andason and she brushes past Vec and shifts around him, probably muttering a little bit of a sorry as on her way over. And she does the same as before she draws another alchemist fire and throws okay and this time it's ooh it's telling me I am within uh, within uh, my first range increment you should be she's 20 feet up but you're on uh, you're like a diagonal over awesome. so I'll probably need it Ugh, a 28 a 28 is a miss shoot um but uh, it is not a critical miss, so she still will take splash. Oh, one. As the bomb like explodes above her shoulder. One point of fire damage. Oh, I want to do something more, but all I have is a hand crossbow, acid flask, and alchemist fire. Well, you moved, you drew, and you threw. Was that... Or did you already have one drawn? Oh, you're right. I didn't. I picked up my sword. So you're right. That's it. All right. It is Andason's turn. She's going to take a step diagonally down. Well, she would know Diego's reach. Does Diego reach 15 feet in the air? Probably. Nope. He's got 10 feet reach. He's got 10 feet reach, but he's 10 feet tall. Yes. So he would reach... Something that's 15 feet up, right? Yeah, if she moves any lower, I would be able lower. to hit her. Okay. She moves over here, uh, past the party, kind of like, again, walking along the air across the top of the alley. And I need... Uh, I think we're going to throw this at Diego. I need Diego to make me a... Um, kind of save is it a will save okay 26 okay 26 this is an incapacitation effect at level 3 so you do succeed oh thank goodness so on a success uh, nothing happens this round 
Next round, you will become flat-footed, and then the round after that, you will become frightened one. What spell is this? This is called Impending Doom. Ah, being shown a vision of my impending demise growing more and more terrifying each round. Okay. And then I take some damage, it looks like, on the third turn. Uh, You would. Yeah, you will on the third turn. You'll take half of the damage. That is an interesting spell. So I'm going to roll a recovery check on this bleed. I recover from the bleed. Okay, and then uh, I'll roll to see if I recover from the persistent fire. And that does not recover. It's something. Yeah, take it. (laughs) Uh. Okay, now it is Diego's turn. Okay, Haley, it seems like you've been cooking up a plan. I want to hear about it. (laughs) I have on my sheet, in my inventory, one plus one striking composite longbow in size large. Ah, yes, that is the the one from the Leucodamon. That's correct. It's in my bag of holding. So I can use it. I don't think large really does that much, so I could use either. Yeah, yeah. It is the size large. I'm telling you that because if it is, if you can't use the size large, that's a problem. Yeah, I could use large or medium. Uh, So that would work. It still uses my dex to attack, which isn't great, but still that's a ranged option. I could be rolling strikes instead of throwing javelins. I do have that option. The other thing, uh, okay. I just want to make sure I understand something. You are 10 feet tall. Yes. And your reach is 10 feet. Why can't you reach 20? The bottom of She's her 20, 20 feet up. Like the, oh, her, the, the bottom of her is 20, 20 feet. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, thank yeah. you. I was like, wait, my brain says if 10 I really, plus 10 is 20. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if so I, he can threaten all 20 feet up into the air, she is yeah. in so, that. Yep, okay. If I really reached, I could probably tickle him toes. That's why I'm wondering, like, can you do jump. the action to jump and hit her with the maul? Oh, I think you could. If you'll let me, I would do that, but I know that, like... This is a classic Matumbe situation. Yeah, yeah. Fi- you have Tui's, to do a five-foot-up jump. Tui's right. very strict about you can't attack in the middle of, like, a move action or something like that, so technically Ugh. I think it would be illegal. But if you oh. if you allow it, I will totally be jumping and mauling all over the place. Oh, I thought that was like the whole reason to have quick jump was so you could actually jump and do something. Well, it's so you can get around oh. easier if there's like, if, if you're like there, there's like a bunch of platforms stupid. and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know outside of like special abilities of any way to attack in the middle of a movement. Well, Mira's next and Mira it was going to uh, dig up a striking composite longbow and drop it if you would like it. Yeah, I, th- I think if, if, um, if this is not allowed, then Diego will totally delay for that because we're I'm sure we're talking in yeah, the throes of combat. It is plus one and striking, so it's not bad. Yeah, that's better than my javelins by a long shot. <laughs> yes. My mundane javelins. And she will share some of her arrows. Good. The nice part is because you're 10 feet away, I can reach with my big old <laughs> gangly cat arms True. and just pick them up without moving around. <laughs> So in one or two actions, depending on bow plus arrows, I could be arming myself. So it's an, it's level eight feet to do it. Oh. It's called a sudden leap. Okay. But it is a barbarian feat. Well, I think I, <laughs> well, I, think I know what might be, uh, might be uh, around the corner for me, potentially. Uh, but for now, Diego will delay. Okay. It's Mir's turn. Mir pulls out the striking composite longbow and drops it on the ground with like... 20 arrows and then awesome. she will use her own arrows 
to shoot at Endacent. I feel like I'm not being stingy here in saying that the bow and the arrows are two separate actions to draw or to, to draw. My right? arrow, I, I wasn't sure because my arrows are in my, because I use arrows and I don't have to draw them. One at a time, easy. 20. Oh, I see so what you're much. saying. I just was going to grab a handful. Uh, that's fine. We can use two actions. I'm still going to shoot. Okay. I'm trying to do damage. 15 on the die for 28. Uh, 28. Just missed. Uh, I have to roll so high to do anything. Yep. He's a boss. He's got to get some. Yeah, he's got to get some debuffs on her. She's girl bossing all over this, this temple. And Figgy is going to crawl along the wall, ten feet. Okay. He's going to inch for him. That that's it. That's all I can do. Uh, all right. It Diego's is, turn. I assume Diego wants to undelay. Uh, yes. Yeah, I, I threw it on your sheet. Oh, you did. Thank you. Yeah. That's. I was just. I was about to create it. Uh, nah, I completely. threw that on you. Nice. I didn't give you arrows, but it'll yell at me. Uh, but I. Yeah, I'll put arrows on. I assume we're talking two actions to pick up the bow and arrows to be ready to to shoot him and whatnot. I mean, by the same logic. Yeah. But I'll I'll give you one shot then. One shot with the third action on the turn we're talking about, right? Yes. Yep. All right. That's what he's going to do. He's going to take aim with the striking composite longbow. I like to think he's just like tuck the arrows into his like belt. Yes. <laughs> he doesn't have a quiver, but he's just like, totally. I didn't. I wasn't the best at the bow in the in my tribe. He's got his like hide shirt full of arrows. He's pulling one out of his neck hole. Oh, I'm within volley range too. All these range things I got to worry about now. Um, let's go. This is a high range roll. Range ain't easy. Yeah, because you have a longbow. Oh, oh no. one. Seventeen oh. on the die. Uh, if I just moved around, which I couldn't do, I'll keep rolling high. Uh, you know, Get further my, away. Oh, I'm clumsy. My my fury cocktail makes me clumsy, which takes my decks down even further. Oh yeah, if you weren't clumsy, deck. that would have hit. <laughs> You weren't such a klutz. I'm just such Diego. a klutz. All right, Vec, it's your turn. Okay, here's the turn. <laughs> so, Vec still needs to stabilize his hit points. He's at 43 total. He's going to touch himself with a lay on hands. You hear a, a, sh a silent shimmer as he is healed up to 68 hit points and uses one of them. Then... He will try and do some of those debuffs. So, first of all, he, she, he is going to try and intimidate Andason. The end is in sight for you, lass, and try and... Does this make you visible? Good question. Auditory, concentrated emotion, exploration, linguistic, mental. I guess it's if you consider this an aggressive hostile. act or hostile. Either way, I, don't I, mean, I think it's know. like attempting to debuff an enemy, so I would say it is. Great. <laughs> that only works in my favor. I mean, yeah. Exploration. So he. I think you can use intimidated exploration somewhere. I don't know. No. Okay. He tries to intimidate, <sighs> and that is a 32. Beats, beats. Okay. So she's frightened one. This is good for Vec because with terrifying resistance. He demoralized a foe, meaning that I get a plus one circumstance bonus to saving throws against that creature's spells. Hey. 
take whatever you can get. Absolutely. Then he is going to visible, and she can see his uh, shining, resplendent insignia on his left bicep of Aridin's eye. He's going to say, give up. <laughs> Easy. Your wicked ways. Renounce your your devotion to this lady of filth and profess yourself before the dead god Eridin who will return one day. And what he's doing is that evangelize thing, which I believe that is a diplomacy check. Let me double check. Yep, that is going to be diplomacy against your will, DC. Mm-hmm. Ah, terrible, terrible roll. Uh, 22. She sneers at you. The only way he'll be coming back is as undead. You wish. And uh, that's his turn. That's his turn. You got him, Vec. You got him. Thank you got him. Pack it up. <laughs> Sylvie, it's your turn. Swish. Sylvie does the same thing she did before. She moves up. Uh, so she's now standing right in front of Vec and would be flanking with Mir if uh, everyone was on the ground. Sylvie draws her final alchemist fire and throws it. Okay. Ugh, a 26, which we know is a miss. Hey, it sails into some of the sacred fluids. Yep, it uh, deals one damage to her. Oh. Chipping away. And Dacen is going to move 5, 10, 15, 20, stepping down 5 feet each time. So 15, 10, 5, 0. So she is on level ground with Sylvie. Oh, no, that's mm. curious. To line up. I am very suspicious. Well, it's only a line with two people. Sorry, let me take this 20 off of her. She's going to swing at Sylvie with her scythe. Oh, uh, Sylvie is going to nimble dodge this. I didn't think about that. Sylvie doesn't know what to do anymore. It's 27. Oh, so with the nimble dodge, that just meets. Okay. You're going to take 31 points of damage. Oh, she can hit. And a D6 of persistent bleed. Now that you're persistently bleeding. Uh Uh-oh. With a verbal action, she casts fourth level horrifying blood loss. And she's going to target, let's see, you are the primary target. And then she targets Vec, Mir, Diego. Uh, How many targets do I get? Up to four creatures as secondary targets and Figgy. Oh my gosh. So I need you all to make a will save. Oh boy! It's, uh, we're not we're not bleeding, but we see the copious see, amounts of yes, blood. Yes, you see this blood. So everyone else. Everyone else needs to make a will, including Sylvie. Oh. Oh no. Oh. I got an eighteen, and I already used my hero point. I got a twenty-nine, and that's a failure. Yep. Yeah, have you not been seeing thirty freaking two and shit? I got a fifteen with a four on the die, which is a crit fail. 
Figgy succeeded okay. at, uh, succeeded for this is a 31, apparently, and Amir got a 32. Yes. If you succeeded, you are frightened one until Sylvie stops bleeding. If you failed, you are frightened two until Sylvie stops bleeding. If you critically failed, you are frightened three until Sylvie stops bleeding. Sylvie, stop bleeding. <laughs> I'll do my best. I got something for this. <laughs> and her frightened will tick when her turn is over. So she shouldn't be taking that. Oh, I don't know why. Sorry, I, I was on your turn, Sylvie. You don't oh, take okay. that bleed if it made you take that. I uh, will not. You can, you can heal it. No, it gives me, I think it gives me the option, so. Okay, so Andason is no longer frightened. She takes one fire damage, and she's going to roll that recovery check and does not recover from the fire damage. She's on the ground, notably, folks. Yes. And it is Mir's turn. Okay, great. Now that she's on the ground, fantastic. I am going to cast in a 10-foot burst. Burst means both sides, right? Or is that... 10-foot burst is big. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 10-foot radius. Yeah, okay, cool. 10-foot burst, I guess, starting here. Get a cast Soothing Blossoms, which lasts for like 10 minutes in this spot. And I don't have to stay there, and we can enter and exit whenever we need. We haven't been having persistent damage nor diseases, so I haven't put it up yet. Or poison, because she keeps doing death shit. But basically what happens is if you roll a success, it becomes a crit success on poisons and diseases when you're in this spot. Also persistent damage you get granted you grant assisted recovery to everyone in the area to end their persistent damage both when the spell is cast and at the start of each of their turns which means i think you get to roll again roll immediately that's what it sounds like yeah roll to recover from bleed so now this is here it's on the ground i cannot place burst because i am really bad at it someone put a burst (laughs) down (laughs) with assisted recovery assisted recovery either grants a save an extra save or on her turn, the DC 10. All right. So that was Mir's two actions. Other action. She's going to (laughs) try. Shoot. Okay. Oh, I'm frightened. That's why. Uh, Critical miss with a natural one. Yep. And then um, Figgy's going to come down from the ground. Okay. Remember, if it tries to tick, you're frightened. It does not tick. Mm-hmm. Diego, it is your turn. I think Diego is going to delay until after Sylvie goes. Oh. So Vec. Yes, so it is Vec's turn. Okay. Vec is right behind Sylvie, who is right next to Andason. Sylvie's looking about halfway up. I think I'm going to start my turn a little differently than I have the rest of my turns this combat. Uh, Vec is going to brandish the uh, the tattoo that is on his forearm and cast an electric arc at Andason. Here we go. I will cast this right now. <laughs> when I get there, cast. All right, I'm going to need that reflex save. It's a 30. All right, so that's going to be half damage. Going to take half of 11. Round that down to five. Okay. And then he still has an action left, so he is going to slap Sylvie on the back with the lay on hands. All right, now she's right in your reach. You know what to do. Finish the job. And that is going to be 
24 points of healing, a 10-foot status improvement to your speed and plus 2 to your AC. Ooh. And how much healing was that? That's 28. 28. Thank you. Sylvie, it is your turn. All right. Oh, Sylvie first up attempts to tumble through and Jason Square. She's not going to try to move, though, because she wants to stay within this aura. Okay. Stay in the flower patch. Yes. I've made it just for mm-hmm. you. I had to double check my uh, <laughs> acrobatics because it's so low right now with the frightened three. That is a 28 to tumble through. That just misses. Oh. <sighs> So I do want to just say, hang on a minute, because the Blossoms grant assisted recovery to everyone in the area to end their persistent damage, both when the spell's cast at the start of each of your turns. Is it my turn then? Or is it... If throwing? you had persistent damage, you would get a you would get a roll on your turn. It's not... You don't get a, you don't get it at the start of each person's turn. Any person I with don't persistent want it. damage... It's trying to say that if you all had persistent damage, you would each get a new roll at the start of your own turn. So I should get. That's what I'm asking. So Sylvie should get it. At the start. Of her turn. That's yeah, what I'm asking. Uh, at the start of her turn. Okay, sure. let me roll that. The wording know is the start. I figured it yeah. was the end, like normal persistent damage roll. Yeah, I know. That's why I was double checking. It says. So I'm going to. Yeah. It does say. So try to roll that now. Let's see. Just because that frightened is based on it. So that's why I wanted to get. That was the actual damage itself. <laughs> there we go. Roll assisted recovery. Oh, I got a 13. So again, I don't know because now now that's acting out of turn because Sylvie would normally get a roll at the end of her turn. So I don't know if the DC should be 10 or if she's getting like an extra roll at the normal DC every turn. Because assisted recovery, unless it's like some miracle, the way the persistent damage stuff works is you can either grant them another roll mm-hmm. or you can, when they make their roll, it can be at a DC 10 instead of a DC 15. It is not both. Yeah. And because it's calling out like specific additional times to do it. I feel like I'm, you're getting two rolls every turn you stay in this. Correct. Yeah. I, I, I don't think the flowers can decide the DC and it, it needs to be at the start of the turn because it's you having stand in the flowers. Yeah, you stood in it, so you got a roll, and you will get another roll at yes. the end of your okay. turn, the normal roll. But no, no change on the DC, and that totally makes sense to me. I yeah. just want, I, I want to make sure we get it in the beginning, and because if that changes your fright, yes. Yes. right? No, that totally makes sense. I was, I was reading it as she was getting an extra one when you cast it, and then on her turn, she was going to get assisted recovery DC 10. Yeah. Uh, yeah. See, you know, it's a little bit weird because it's all about hanging out in these flowers, and so I think that's where it's like, Okay. No, at the beginning. So you'll have another chance at the end of your turn to recover okay. as well. Yeah. So you didn't recover. You attempted to tumble through, did not. And now do I tumble through again or do I true strike? True strike would be good with a finisher. I know. That's why I want to save it. Damage now. Yeah, it's tough. I will say if it helps, she does not look bloodied. All right. I will. I will save that then for a finisher. Sylvie attempts to tumble through again. Okay. Oh, a natural there you 20. Go. Tumble through. If only I had been attacking. But anyway, uh, Sylvie was able to dance around her square, ending up right back where she started, gaining panache, 
doesn't have enough actions to use true strike, but she will use a competent finisher and strike out quickly with her rapier. Oh, with a 27, that's not going to do it. No, but she will take... Oh, she would have been... Half of the D6s, right? Yes, uh, but she would have been flat-footed to me. Oh, yes, and she, yep, so that's exactly it. Yeah. Oh, my God, thank you. <laughs> oh, tumble behind. All right, let's do some damage then. That is uh, 19 points of damage, but two of that is positive, so probably only 17. Yep. Finally a hit. She takes it, and now Diego had delayed, so it is his turn. I'd like Sylvie to get her uh, legit. Oh, that's yes. right. uh, Grab the uh, recovery roll. Grab the legit recovery roll now. Just roll a d20. Sorry that my flowers roll. have caused so many rolls, Sylvie. Oh, that's okay. I got an 18. Yes! There you go. Uh, you recover from the bleed. You do still take the bleed damage, okay. though, which was a. Uh, it looked like it was a six yeah. up here. I can just take that. But even better. All our frightened conditions fall away. That's God. Right. That could have lasted forever. Blossoms. Good blossoms. Blossoms. Yeah, good blossoms. I have. I prepped that, ready for the Luko demon. Unfortunately, small little asterisk doesn't work if an affliction lasts longer than ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Diego is moving now. He's going to spend an action to actually stow the bow in case we get any more shenanigans with flight. <laughs> Spend an action to pick up his maul. An action to move into a flanking position here, if that's a valid space to be in. Mm-hmm. And then with the speed rune, with the fourth action, going to make the quick and strike at Andason. And I'm feeling I got pretty good. I think all of my uh, I'm attacking at my full bonus here with my mutagen. 18 on the die for a 36. 36 is one away from a crit. Oh, with the... Yeah, with the flat-footed. flat-footed. Oh. Um, But it is still a big hit. Here's some damage. There's going to be some positive in here that gets ignored. The bludgeoning component of this... uh, It's like 15 points of bludgeoning damage. All right, she takes it. That is his turn. It is her turn now. Uh, Frustrated with those hits, I think she's going to target Diego first with an attack. And she should no longer be frightened. That is a 26 to hit. That hits. All right, that's 24 points of damage and a D6 of persistent bleed. Okay. Then she's going to use a verbal component spell at second level to make Diego roll a will save. All right, can't do anything about just the verbal component of this with my attack. Oh, 17, critical failure. You are frightened three. As long as you bleed. Move to the blossoms. Yes. The blossoms will And now she will take another swing at you. Oh, no. She's not going to have to roll high to crit on this. Not great. 27 does hit. That's a hit. And you're going to take another 20 points of damage. Oh, Diego is is hurting. It's very low. 
that's her turn. And it's Mir's turn. So you guys at least got her cornered into, like, not really casting any big spells right now. That does she's, feel nice. She's still doing a whole lot. <laughs> she's still doing stuff. She's a busy woman. She's serving up Scythe now. Yeah, it's Scythe to meet you guys. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the lair. <laughs> I really get sweet. Um, well, I, I've had my short bow out. I haven't been doing great on it, but at the same time, that's what I've had out. It feels like it makes sense. I'm probably going to use it. Okay. What about difficult terrain? Now, she does have air walk, so she could step oh, out. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. That's a completely different thing. I'm sorry. Are you asking for difficult terrain? I think I think he was blessing the terrain down in Africa. Yeah. 16 on the die for 29. 29 meets beef. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Get, get the bleed back better. on her. The okay, back that's six her. points of damage and believe. Okay. That's lovely. Now one of you guys needs to have the uh, the, the, horrifi- <laughs> the horrifying bloodletting. Right? Um, yeah, well, next action. Actually, that would be a great spell for you to get specifically, Haley, because... I know, know right? I, I just don't... Let me, let me look. It is divine though oh yeah. what a shame okay well so last action or my second action here i am probably just gonna c- try and go for go for uh 20 uh just to see because the next thing i'm gonna do is command figgy and i got another 16 for 24 not gonna hit because i'm out all right and now i'm gonna command figgy to go up and chomp be up there it's chomping time can you do it he also has to roll super high. 15 is a 27. That's not uh, going to do it. If he had her flat-footed, it would have... Well, can't do that. Yeah, if I position a little better to give him a flat. Wait, where did he move from? Uh, right behind the back. He could have. You could have been right here. Oh. That's a flat. Yeah. I didn't know that would be. I didn't know that would be. Take it, take it. Take it. I'll let you <laughs> have it. You okay, have it. thank you. Yeah, I was like, there's a flank easily within his So movement. sorry, I didn't realize that was a flank. Yeah, a diagonal flank. <laughs> You just want to put him in shove range of another pool. <laughs> I just want to shove him into the pool. No. All right. That's going to be 15 points of damage. All right. Looks like that all went through. Chipping away. Is our chipping away. It's Vex's turn. We're some freaking Chippendales, aren't we? <laughs> you got that right. I mean, for the most part, you've been chipping fails, so. Oh, no. Don't do us <laughs> like that. Mean. All right. Well, Vex is going to... Uh, focus the last lay on hand spell that he has into the palms of his hands and send it across a distance with a little bit of a meta magic feat directly into Diego for 28 points of static healing, a plus two to your AC and a 10 foot uh, uh, movement bonus. Then uh, with his remaining action, he is going to, um, I saw you only healed 24. That should be 28. I might've said 24. I'm just very excited. Uh, And then he is going to, uh, again, hit Sylvie on the back. Just be like, finish her off for the God's sakes and cast guidance on you. Thank you. We're getting so close with all of these rolls. Yeah. Hopefully that'll be enough to kick it off. Sylvie, it is your turn. Ooh, Sylvie is going to do what she does best. Sylvie attempts to tumble through and I'm actually gonna use the guidance on this tumble through because it sets a chain reaction going. If you make it, you get a tree strike and then you get a dragon. Mm-hmm. Huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So cool. She's so cool over there. All right, using the energy that Vec gave her, 
she goes a little faster, tumbling through with a 33. 33 is a successful yes. tumble. Yeah. Sweet. Sylvia's in a state of panache. She casts True Strike. Sylvia, why are you so frightened? I was just. Does it not continue to tick since I was the one? No, 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 oh, it falls, falls off. off it falls off. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's why this is the only one that's bleeding. Yeah. Thank you. the only one that's frightened right now. All right. Sylvie uses her confident finisher to whirl around and stab out while flanking with Diego. Come on. Highest. It's a 27 while flanking. 27 oh, is a hit by zero. Oh, yeah. <laughs> beat, beat. You needed it. Oh. You needed that true strike, yeah. All right, I have... That is 22 points of damage from the rapier and three positive. The cleric of Ergothoa <gasps> drops to the ground. Yeah! And Woo! those next to her see... She shudders out a dying word. Pallid princess, watch over me. I've been your loyal servant. And as her eyes shut, her spirit rises out of her corpse. One scythed arm, one clawed hand as a daughter of Ergothoa erupts from the body of Lady Andason. And we'll continue the curse campaign next time. No! See you in two weeks for that TPK. Oh! The Bestow Curse Podcast is a Hideous Laughter Productions show. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Curse of the Crimson Throne is copyright 2016. Curse of the Crimson Throne and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo Incorporated and used with permission.